Hey guys, my name's James. My name's Corwin. And welcome to another riveting episode, another installment. I was going to say inclusion, but that's not an installment of this, this movie's, movie's gay. gay. See, I you switched fucked it up, up so that I couldn't do it. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> because you would be fucking it up if you said it with me. <laughs> no, I'm fucking it up. Corwin, I have my goddamn news. job. What's your news? We are moving. Yeah, you told me. But no, we got the lease. Oh, it's all set. It's all set in stone. Yes. Still going to be in the same neighborhood, but more towards Western than the current road that we're near. Okay. I don't want to say the current road we're near in case some freaks come out at night. (laughs) Well, the people that are still trying to pinpoint your your location yeah. from the that one time that you that you uh, announced it, yeah, that you, I don't even you challenged. I guess I don't know what it was. Who knows? I don't even know the things <laughs> I said five minutes ago. I I don't even know the things you said five minutes ago, and I'm pretty sure the only reason that we know anything that you said is because you go and edit these, and yeah. then you're like, oh. Okay. And listeners will remind us, but not in full detail. So we're still iffy on the <laughs> details. They just say like, I think I know where you live. And I'm like, but why? <laughs> but why? <laughs> what do you get out of it? Please inform me. Tell me what episode it was. Or they just, just tweet laughter. And I'm like, shit, what I say? What happened? I don't get those tweets. What they just happening? Because I know okay. I know people are listening because last week, Corwin, we got we broke we hit, our record. We broke our record. We broke our record. Yeah, we need to start listens. putting We gotta start putting ads on every episode. So we gotta record some of those. Yeah, because last time we did ads, you recorded all of them and I had no input at yeah. all to anything. <laughs> I mean, that's how it'll be now, but it's just like both of us. I'll tell you, I say how high and you jump. Well, I am a voice actor, so like, or I want to be a voice actor, I guess. I haven't done any pay uh, okay. gigs. Uh, let's, let's do an Have anchor I? ad no. right now when it'll be you as like a little mouse warrior no. guy. No. <laughs> Shut up, James. <laughs> yes. That's an inside joke for up, just us two. James. Amazing. My only news is I got a new computer. Oh, yeah. Um, I haven't plugged it in because I was supposed to get it yesterday, but FedEx was like, we're delivering it today. And then they didn't even put it on the truck. So I sat there watching my fucking gate all day. Yeah. Did not come. And I was just like, "Uh, excuse me. And they were like, ooh, our bad. Uh, So it got delivered this morning. I'd ask for my shipping back. Huh? No. (laughs) Well, Why not? Uh, I don't, I mean, because like, uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I have my computer. I'm happy. Um, I haven't taken it out of the box yet because it got here this morning and I immediately went to sleep because I got no sleep last night. You were saying no sleep till bow, 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 bow new PC. <laughs> basically um so after that i finally like took a nap and then did some light housework and now i'm here i'm very tired hell yeah brother i did take the time to watch all six episodes of the yes. show that we watched though i rewatched the first three or four and then the because i watched the last two yesterday so i i'm but i took notes to make sure i was like hey these are the plots on those ones cool but, did not take any notes oh man little corwin even though you said, Corbin, you'll have to take notes, I was like, nah. It's a good thing I did rewatch them and uh, take notes. Yeah, because I did not. One I did not at all. Quick thing. I got a lavalier mic for Nicole because we're doing another Darling Homebody Shopping Network on May 22nd. Yeah. It's a Saturday at some Three days time. before my birthday. Uh, maybe, hey, head over there if you want some birthday gifts for yourself. <laughs> Everything will be 20% off during the time of the shopping network. May 22nd. And then we're doing this movie. Our next episode will be on my birthday, Whoa. I think, right? 
Hopefully. Yeah, 14 days. Our next episode will be on my birthday. What what movie are we doing? Can you can you tell we're the public? We're not doing a movie. We're doing a TV show. We're going to be doing Love Victor. And that I'm a, I'm not because watching. Because last year for my birthday, well not last year, but the year before for my birthday, we did Love Simon, so like, you know, might as well do Love Victor, right? That's what we did. Yeah, I'm not doing the entire we're not doing the entire season, are we? Yeah, you have 2 weeks. Watch away, James. It's, how long are each episode? I don't know. They better be 22 Start minute watching. X. Start watching. Let me check. Let me check. I think they're not. I think they're an hour. Honestly. Oh boy. Corwin. I when, You have two weeks notice on this one. When I said hey. Actually, you had a little longer than two weeks notice because I I did tell you a few days ago that we're doing that on my birthday. Well, because I, I didn't. I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to watch like the first two episodes. No, Maybe no, we'll no, chisel no. it away every single birthday. No, no, two no, more no, 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 no. Just watch the whole thing. I said Vegas in space for my birthday, which was like an 80 minute movie. And you're telling me I need to watch possibly nearly eight hours of content. How are we going to yeah. talk about eight hours of something in 50 minutes? We're going to figure it out. Like what? Hmm? Figure it out like what? We'll figure it out. We'll As figure it out. Maybe a panel of four people? Name one of those four people, Corwin. I don't know what you're talking about, James. Danny Temborelli, Lori Beth Dimber, Ding Dang Dude from All That, and Amanda Bynes. Throw the big show in there. The figure okay, it out game show. Ten episodes. Yes, there are ten. Oh no, no, they're they're twenty four. Okay, they're thirty minutes. Yeah. So there you go. You only five only five hours of content. Ah, <sighs> Corwin. Well, a little less than five because you probably won't be watching like you know the credits. You want to know what then? My birthday. We're going back to the bed and breakfast. Yeah, I'd like to see you sit through that movie again. <laughs> Corwin. <laughs> an hour and a half of my life I will never be able to get back. It's an hour 42. It should be an hour and a of half. Of my life that I would never be able to get back. Even how much I stand Gay Bed and Breakfast of Terror, I still think some of the like second act, you could shave off them doing like Scooby-Doo walking around shit. The beginning of them in the cars all saying the exact same thing. You could make a little montage of it instead of doing like each one individually saying the same goddamn thing. But then we wouldn't get that classic line of where do you keep all those crystals in your clit? That you could keep that line. Okay. I just, I think the nuance wouldn't be there. There is no nuance. <laughs> I, I need to figure Usually when out there's nuance. There are things that are like implied and like there's there's a whole bunch put into it. Not just like give me uh, 10 acting one scenes where two people are sitting in a car together. Literally felt like I was in college watching scenes. Sometimes it was three people. <laughs> and in college, sometimes there's three people. That's called a threesome, baby. That's a film term. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> the only time I, I ever, wouldn't know. The only time I ever see threesome is in a video setting. The only time you see a threesome? The only time I ever see the word threesome is in a video setting. Followed by like MMF or <laughs> MFF. <laughs> FFF? I've never seen MMM. Uh, why? Uh, it just has never come up in my feed. I. <laughs> the why was a rhetorical question to myself at this point. <laughs> anyway, the show that we did today, yeah. or yesterday, that I watched in one sitting, that you too can watch in one sitting uh -huh. because they're very short. There's only eight episodes. So it's like six. two hours. Oh, six. There's only six episodes. Uh -huh. So like two hours. Yes. Why are you like this? It's something that I find myself saying to James constantly. And in the same sense. And in of fact, these I literally characters. said it to James earlier. In the same sense, these characters. I'm exactly like every single one of the main characters. <laughs> 
Amazing. Would you like to give the synopses? I'm just going to read the Wikipedia one. Do it. Because why not? That that gives a, That gives a better rundown. Uh, nope, we don't need what kind of sigh this is. Three best friends <laughs> navigate life in their early 20s, including work, fun, identity politics, hookups, and wild nights, and leave a path of destruction in their wake. Literal path of destruction. I love Australian comedy. It's great. <laughs> we have watched a lot of Australian things. Have we? I feel. Oh, yeah, the Monster Pie trilogy. Mm-hmm. I feel like there were other things that were Australian as well. Well, we still need to watch Priscilla. Yeah, we do need to watch Priscilla. We watched Tu Wong Fu, right? Yes. Yeah, so we need to watch Priscilla. Ooh, we can do that soon. We read 100 Facts of Pandas, which was written by an Australian. Who? Remember when we read 100 Facts About Pandas on this stream? No, I do not recall that. Oh, that you was might that been, a fever dream? It might, you might have been high, like last time. Corwin, I can't see you. Are you still there? Uh-huh. Okay. <sighs> I was just using a vape. I have been trying to find shows that I can watch without Nicole, because I will start watching a show, and then Nicole will be like, I wanted to watch that show. <laughs> and yeah, N- Nicole, that's exactly what you sound like. Maybe edit the podcast no, we do, not. and you'll be able to be like, "Oh yeah, that is how I sound like." Nicole does not sound like that. She does. She sounds like a Monty Python okay, character. But, but <laughs> James, <laughs> while I'm fucking, fucking at work, will just send me like 800 <laughs> messages, being like, "Hey, on this show I watched, they said this thing. It's really funny," and I'm like, "Okay, cool, thanks." Why don't you just fucking watch the show with me instead of sending me all these texts? <laughs> also, it is funny and I want to see it. <coughs> Perfect Nicole impression, wouldn't you say? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, yeah, shoot. They can see. They can see. Damn it. They can literally see her talking into the mic, James. So... But this show, Foiled. I was like, oh, I'll watch this because Nicole was like, I wanted to see Never Have I Ever. And then I was like, oh, hey, do you want to watch Never Have I Ever the following day? And she's like, what show is that? I'm like, the one you said you wanted to watch. And she goes, well, I didn't know the name of it. I just saw the trailer and said, I want to watch that. <laughs> I heard about the show right before it came out because I'm pretty sure one of the streamers I n- know is familiar with the knows the actress that was penny or i I don't know i don't know (laughs) i don't know there's there's some some connect someone told me about the show and there was like a connection there and i was like oh cool hell yeah so i've been waiting to watch it and i'm glad you were like hey what about this because i was like oh yeah definitely i've been looking for an excuse to watch it and you found one in me I found one in you, James. I found one in you. And they find rings inside of people in this show. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) It's the truth. Uh, So a little little background of this show is it was written written and created by three people. Uh, One is Penny. uh, And then Mm -hmm. one is, I believe, one of the Auntie Donna men. But... If you look at the reviews for this show, it's either 10 or 1, and all of the ones (laughs) are generally saying, oh, Netflix pushing their agenda. And it's like, you you understand that this show is satirizing this agenda that is being pushed, and also a lot of people were very upset with the fifth episode which is called the infinite mercy of god uh, for their portrayal of muslim culture and a lot of people are like oh there's there's no muslim actors there's no muslim writers it sucks and then it's like, like i was like wait really i need to look this up one of the creators is like this is uh, she wrote that episode the character of Mia Maya is based off from her and it's like they it's like do your research before you complain 
And it feels just like people who rebel against their religious upbringing, it's it's not them making fun of it. It's them saying this is their outlook and their I don't their 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 experience with this opposed to just being like this is how it should be represented but it's like well that's not their experience with the thing and if you are talking about your first-hand experiences yeah do it everyone's first-hand experiences are different my experience with the christian church was not a great one with what the christian the christian church Mine was pretty good. That's where I first learned. That's where I heard ICP for the first I, time. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say something. I knew you were gonna say something about what ICP? Either about Satan or rap. Oh well, this is true. Like in youth group, I someone was like, "Hey, you want to listen to this? You, you, I know you like rap. It's ICP." And as someone who is into like D twelve, I was like, "No, thank you. ICP sucks." And they're like, "No, nah, man, check it out." Again, in the middle of a church, they are doing this, and then had no idea most of the words you used, honestly. And then they showed it to me. I was like, "That's eh, fine. It's kind of corny." And then, and then you based your whole identity off it. Even yeah, a few years later, I did. <laughs> uh, it's cl- there's it's in a highlight, a Kingdom Hearts highlight, one of the most I think the most recent one. But Nicole is reading ICP lyrics, and I start crying during one of her <laughs> readings because it's like their opus, like they're they have six Joker's cards. It's a whole story, and on the last Joker's card, the last song, they explain it all and just. Man, every time I listen to it, I either get goosebumps or start crying. Proud of you, James. Proud of you for expressing your emotions in a healthy manner. I was also voice modulated and auto-tuned, so I was crying <laughs> in that. Um, I'm going to need to to watch that clip because I, I definitely missed that. Definitely missed that stream. I'll send it to you and timestamp it so you get right to the goods. Right to the voice modulated crying. Yeah. My my highlights and clips are just me getting headshots on Fortnite. That's so I don't have very many. Oh, no, you have a bunch, dude. (laughs) No, I need to like go back and actually need to go back and find some some clips from this podcast because I need to make a raid video and stuff to be like, this is what the channel is, and I need to include this movie's gay since it's a huge part of why I made the channel in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that James literally, James is like, I don't know what to say, so I'm just going to go, yeah. That's my vocal pause. It, re- <laughs> it really is just your, uh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's not my, huh? <laughs> Let, let everyone you want we should make a Tim Allen from Tool Time emoji and then like people can spam that in the chat and then we'll go <laughs> say no because I won't because they'll spam yeah that's good it's they'll got, spam you, I they'll just realized spam the Twitch chat can sometimes be like when you're at a wedding and people are just like dinging the glasses it's like please stop like that <laughs> yeah just calm yeah. down. I can't be calmed, James. Okay. Is uh, my response to that when I'm dinging the glasses at a wedding. Maybe. Because I've had a little too much champagne and it's okay. I uh, If Nicole and I ever got married and we had a reception, that would be off limits. If anyone started dinging, even if it was my grandmother, I would be like, you need to leave. I'm sorry. What if it was me and TC? I'd say, I'm sorry. You guys need to leave. <laughs> Especially need to leave. Because if you start doing it and I let it slide, people will be like, oh, their friends are getting to do it. So, yeah, let's start doing it, too. But what if we go and, like, break everyone's glasses that do it after we do it? Uh, no. I, want, I We can't allow it. <laughs> but it's for the greater good. No, what? To see us kiss? You're a freak, Corwin. <laughs> no, to break champagne glasses from oh. people that are being annoying. I thought you meant like you doing it first. Because it's creepy. I want to know who started that. <laughs> it was probably a perv. I like that you you know like, because you're talking about dinging glasses and the couple kissing or whatever. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. 
I don't, I mean, I don't either. Wait, have you never seen it or you just don't know the origins? I've probably seen it, but it did not register in my mind as anything significant at all. Yeah, I've always hated it. It's annoying. It's like, just just let them friggin' eat. If, if you are at a reception, guys, do not bother the couple until they have eaten. Don't talk to them. Don't look at them. Let them eat, and then they will be much better off. You saw it in How I Met Your Mother, so put it in real life. I mean, the only time I've ever, like, known about clinking the glass, like, doing a little, a little knife clink, 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 is whenever people are going up to make speeches. Oh, that, yeah, that's fine. Like, to as a form to get attention, but... Uh, chat! Have, have I've never you seen it in this? any other sense. Oh, yeah. It's... It can't be... Because I've seen it in, uh, in other forms of media, so it can't just be a Michigan thing. Chat, let us know. I no idea. No idea. It's like one person starts dinging, Twitter then a bunch of people start dinging, and then the bride and groom have to put down their fork and knife, swallow their food. Probably they should, you know, swish around some water and spit it out and then kiss each other. I've literally never seen anyone wow. do that before. That's insane. I've been to a few weddings as well. Never, never seen that. Never experienced it. I was about to say, like, this could be, like, a Billy thing to do, but you're from a Billy area as well. What do you mean by Billy? A hillbilly. Oh. It sounds like more fab, you know, to say Billy. <laughs> a, billy a Billy area. And I was like, what? Because I could, you, hey. Is this, it, is this some, like, rich people talk? What you talking about, James? No, quite the opposite. Even though... A Hillbilly can be in Beverly Hills, I saw on a, a news report. A news report? Yes, yeah, syndicated news report. There was this one man he shot and he got oil, then he moved his family to Beverly Hills. It's weird that they syndicated news. James, you wanted to do this. <laughs> you wanted to do the <laughs> show. Tell me something about the show. All right. The first episode is I Love Gay. All the episode titles are quotes from someone saying, and out of context, you're like, the fuck? Even I love gay out of context is, what, what the fuck? <laughs> so some of the stuff I enjoyed in this episode, let me think of the direct story beats. The Penny is teaching her... Co-workers. Uh, her co-workers, uh, like, it's okay to talk about your emotions as a man because she works in coding which and means at work. she is the only woman there. Then Austin is... What is Austin doing? I think Austin's just not... Like, he doesn't have a main storyline. And then Mia... I What is Mia up to? <laughs> she lost her job. Oh, she's getting a bunch of jobs. That's her story. Yeah. I'm sorry. Austin, the only thing we really have about him is that he lost his ring yes and we find that out after he does a drag performance as jean benet rams me yeah it's good <laughs> but she's doing this powerpoint and it's very funny of like it's poorly photoshopped slides and uh, it's very funny guys watch the show it's good i found out about men sheds i guess in there's not man caves, there's men sheds maybe in Australia, or this was just for this single absurdist joke, because she's like, I have hey, no idea, I'll ask around, oh, yeah, you I'll have let a, you know. You have a lot of Australian fans. Friends. Fans. Friends. Stay unhumble, bro. <laughs> fans. Friends. <laughs> James. <laughs> We also find out that this is like setting up another storyline down the line. This was of mainly I have quotes, but Mia, is it Mia or Maya? I can't, I, I cannot remember. I think it's Mia. Okay, Mia. Let's go, Mia. Mia says to Penny, like, hey, have you gotten your moon cup set up? And then she's like, that no, no. <laughs> I, I I haven't gotten that. And she's like, dude, it's so you need to. It's like, think of all the tampons you th you've thrown away and they end up in the ocean. They're, they're just Sticking going to together and making a giant tampon island. Yes. Like the otters who hold hands while they sleep. Yeah. 
That that's the the quote. <laughs> Do you, are you are you going episode by episode or are you skipping around because the moon cup thing I have words. I was thinking about going episode by episode, but let's get into the moon cup thing. Well, no, if you're going episode by episode, let's let's finish out this episode. Basically, Penny thinks one of her coworkers is homophobic because uh, he doesn't like Drag Race or he doesn't watch Drag Race and he doesn't do a lot of things that are typically ascribed to queer men and queer culture. So she thinks he's homophobic and talks to her boss about it and all this other stuff and come to find out uh, that man is either bi or gay. Um, I don't know if he says specifically he's gay. I don't remember. And we find this out because she's but he confronts him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you suck, this, that. And then Austin looks over, they're at a bar, and he's like, oh, no. And then Mia comes up, and she's like, oh, what's up? Austin goes, yeah, I was fully in that man. That's who I lost, I lost my, my ring my grandmother's in. ring in that man. <laughs> there was a piece of me and now a piece of my grandmother in there. Yeah, but she gives him a poster after like she berates this man that says... I am disgusting and shouldn't exist. So like in the context that we now know he is gay, it seems like she is telling him that. Yeah. And earlier when she told her boss, her boss immediately called him in to have a conversation and like it ended, the conversation ended very great or whatever. And the guy was happy uh, and she was like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. So she said she works with a bunch of homophobes, which I mean, like I could see I mean, her way of going about it and all of that. Yeah, definitely, definitely wrong. But I could see where she would infer that. Yeah. Just just the the because of the way her her talking about emotion thing was was sidetracked and like derailed and just like being in an environment that was just specifically a bunch of men who are coding. Yeah. Also, there is a small storyline on this where Mia finds out that like she can femdom these coders but mm-hmm. the way in which she does it she's like <laughs> she's texting distorting them. she's texting this man who's the boss at this coding place of like pay me two hundred dollars or I'll fucking kill you and then he's like please <laughs> please stop please and Austin looks at it and he's like Oh, this man does not want this. And she's like, no, the more angry and vicious you are, the more they get off on it. And she just does not understand the concept of femdoming I, to properly do it. I mean, I don't either, but okay. It was a, that was, that was how I, I did laugh at that. It took me a second to get into the show. Oh, same. Because it was. It's definitely like a few of the the moments and the jokes and things are are a little grating, especially because it's satirizing like, you know, um, all the stuff that it is. So it's like a fine line of saying of like pointing out the ridiculousness of like, you know, Penny having all male coworkers. Why? But then also like sort of like pivoting too far into being like, woke as they say in the show mm-hmm. it was a little a little rough to get into at first but i i did eventually get into it and i did overall sort of enjoy the the series i think and the, we'll watch a season two i think the last three episodes where it 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 seems like we're getting more of an outlook of the people instead of it like being so hard hitting like we're we're going nihilistic outlooks at life and everything is shit so let's make fun of what is currently in the zeitgeist right now and they then like putting them in Seinfeld-esque situations where it's like how are they gonna get out of this but uh and like if if people just like stopped thought about it for a second then it would be and like communicated it would be solved and I I I like the back half very much. Yeah. Because you start to like these unlikable characters a little bit more. Or maybe. I mean, they're not like completely. They're not unlikable. Like, they're. They, they have their moments. Uh, yeah, but. Okay, just because like a toxic person gives you a gift sometimes doesn't mean they're still <laughs> unlikable. Like, it doesn't mean they're likable now. Well, you said unlikable. I mean, 
part of the problem with like knowing whether someone's toxic or not and like a lot of people having relationships and being friends with like very toxic people is that toxic people aren't necessarily unlikable okay uh, well i'll i'll make a defense um you, we could probably go on every single episode and i could say like this is why this person is unlikable especially mia like mia is or at least is very selfish and yeah there yeah. are you know in the first episode the femdoming thing the second episode what what was that even about the late stage capitalism that is the no you want to know what they were pretty they they were nice uh austin and her because they were bonding together uh for the the moon cup yes i if anyone if any of my friends ever got a moon cup or such device stuck in them and they were like corin please help me like all right we're going to the doctor i'm not austin says that though I know, but then he proceeds to help her, and I'm like, nah. Well, yeah, because nah. she she said, oh, last time I went for this issue, they said, you're lying, and they didn't believe her. I would mm-hmm. help someone in this situation because I would, my spiraling thoughts of like, oh, my God, I'm unhealthy. What's wrong with me? Oh, my leg hurts. Is that cancer? Would be the same of like, oh, my God, if we don't get this out, they're going to die immediately. We're on a ticking time bomb right now. See, I would bring them to the doctor. And then if the doctor didn't move them, I'd scream at the doctor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually. That would be my, that would be my, my, my uh, go to. I, yeah, that, that was, I was like, wow, Austin's a real one. <laughs> Him after they get it out. So she's had a moon cup, a menstrual cup, diva cup. In her for over 16 hours, she can't get it out. And she says she has a very long vagina and (laughs) trying in multiple situations. She also says, oh, it's like pink and it's long. And and he like looks up from her skirt and goes, everything is pink down here. (laughs) After they get it out, it like they got it out on the the couch. And he goes, I didn't expect it to be so jammy. <laughs> Nicole. <laughs> that was Nicole laughing in the background. Uh, and then she's like, did I, did I, I ruined your couch. And then he goes, not if we get it all chip, chup cheerio. Also. So one of the things in this story was that Austin had an older gay man who he needs to hide from Penny because he's a more conservative so mm-hmm. as they're talking throughout this entire episode, the, they'll be like, she, she's like, I, I need help with my vaginal health right now. And then in the background, you hear an older man go, you vaginal gross. And then also, uh, what? And then Austin will defend him like, by saying like, he sucked the first dick at Stonewall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Things like that. He also went in the back from the background. You hear period ooh yucko it was good ew yucko periods aren't you yucko they're a natural body process the i i was cackling whenever they got they got it out and it was like blood on the couch and then penny went and sat down on it and then stood up and was like i got my period yeah she and she, had a bad day i was like oh huh yeah she sat down and no. she's like i had the worst day ever the way they just stared at her when she sat down though they didn't attempt to stop her or be like uh you sat it they were just like hmm. you want to know it now that's a bad thing they did that is a bad thing they did i well i mean eh, yeah 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 that's a bad thing they did i understand them not saying anything but you should say something. But I mean, her, maybe she, like, if you, all of us, like, hey, my last period was two weeks ago, and then all of a sudden you think you get your period. I, that's an alarming thing, right? Because that's your cycle so thrown out of whack. I'm assuming chat. We haven't had a lot of chatters today. I mean, you could, I, I do not have a vagina so i do not have that experience i'm asking chat nicole may i ask you this question what? if you had your period and then 
two weeks later, like in this situation where she sat down, thinks she got her period, would you be like, oh my God, why, why is this so early? I mean, I wouldn't be that. I would just be like, oh, that's weird. Nicole said, I wouldn't be that. I'd just go, hmm, that's weird. <laughs> I And I feel like that would be a pretty common response. Maybe. Again, I'm scared of everything that happens in my body. So if I were a woman, I would probably do that. Be scared. The, oh, so Penny has had a bad day because she went she, to... She... <laughs> go work at the or set up a program to help this company schedule things and do invoices whatever you call that i don't i forget that name i've been out of the corporate life for a few years and in doing so all of the women there are not the technicians all they do are the paperwork and she has them like fight for themselves, but ends up getting them all fired because the guy's like, oh, if the computers can do all of this stuff, I don't even need the women. You're right. So uh, she gets literally everyone fired. Uh, there's there are times when it's like, oh, the men are like creeps and rude in this. One of the like, I like that they did this Instead of showing like a hot woman, uh, and in hot, I mean stereotypically hot woman. Instead, there's a pregnant worker, like very pregnant, and these men are lusting after her of like, oh yeah, she's like eight months along. I was like, that's refreshing. (laughs) (laughs) It's not refreshing, James. I mean, in a comedy standpoint, it's refreshing to see, because pregnant women... their bodies be banging. I mean, I just would not like anyone to be objectified, but unless they would like to be objectified, you know. You wanted a short episode today and you are trolling along. We need to move it on. Well, that's pretty much all my notes from the the second episode. Second so, episode. Next one is dick or pussy of color, which out of context, I was like, how does that sentence even work? But then when it's in context... She is, uh, Mia is trying to decolonize her pussy because, uh, exact quote from the show. Yes. That, yes, please know that that is a direct quote. She keeps going. She's like, I'm a magnet for white penis. And she goes on this date of this guy who is, who is so dense of like not understanding this woman wants to just have sex he he keeps talking about, oh, I have my own apartment. My parents bought it for me and all these gross things. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's where I record my podcast, Food for Thor. And I was like, oh, my God. Ugh. Disgusting. I'd smack that man. Food for Thor. Gross. It's about Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Maybe they also eat food. I don't know. He didn't get all of what he needed out. But then Penny is like, should I decolonize my pussy? And then she's like, that's fetishization. Don't do that. And then goes, or I guess you could like frame it as reparations and then says, but is your pussy like, do do you have really good pussy? Because it needs to be good. And then Penny's like, ah, gets kind of sad about maybe not having that good good. I have no comments. But then they go out to a club but Austin is stay. He's clearly depressed and very depressed. Uh, he's trying to get motivated, so he googles how to motivate yourself, which is eat healthy, take a nice no, hot shower. <laughs> how to motivate yourself when nothing's wrong and you just so it was like it was a whole thing. I was like, oh, that was that was me like three weeks ago. And then also exercise and. <laughs> I, th- I believe eating healthy was just eating a bunch of candy. Dry ramen noodle. He literally oh, yes. took a dry packet of ramen noodles, sprinkled the powder over it, and then took a big-ass bite. Then <laughs> taking a hot shower was sitting down in a shower while drinking a, a glass of alcohol. Yep. And then exercise? Wasn't it just him, like... Yoga. Yo- like... But the, not yoga. It was like yeah. a, he he was watching a video on how to do a handstand, but it looked like he was just doing a yoga pose. And then it was like, and now you're doing a handstand. And it was like, well, that's not that's not what you were doing. 
that was good there was a bartender that was very forward and he goes uh he he says to penny he's like oh drink this it'll put some fizz in your slit and it's like don't Uh, say that (laughs) i also was very confused by that line and then there's she's talking to a guy penny and then the guy's kind of ignoring her right near the bar and the guy, the bartender screams, how are you not coming in your pants just standing by you? That's a terrible accent. I shouldn't have even tried. You shouldn't. You shouldn't have tried. Oh, you, you, oi. You fu- no, uh, no, stop. No, stop, James. Stop. Just. That's my British speed accent. Speed through these notes. Speed through these notes. You want to hear my Michigan accent? It's just you talking. Yeah, asshole. You want to go get me a Verner's? I don't, yeah, I don't know. I should just be talking. And then just whenever I say the <laughs> A, say E. You can't compare boobs to hemorrhoids. And that's about all I had for, for that episode. Uh, the next one. gets upset that she doesn't know Mia's real name. Because in her culture, they don't tell anybody their real name. Except for close family. But Mia's friends know it. So Penny was upset because it was like her best friend and she doesn't know that. And it's like, don't get upset. That's your, it's, it's not your, your thing to get upset about. Yeah. And she screams, Hey, yeah, you want to know what you guys know her real names, but I can be Mia's favorite white person. Yeah. And you can't compare boobs to hemorrhoids. Uh, the fourth episode I think is the best. One of the the fourth and the sixth episode, I think, are the best. This one is called Hey, Rich Baby. Mia does just horrific things to one individual's life. There's this person called Maddie Uwu, and she's like a cosplayer and uh, is someone who says Uwu, U, W, U. Whoa, man, that's four U's. Just call it quadruple U. And <laughs> proceeds to set up this this like 19 year old on an OnlyFans or a Patreon. No, it was a Patreon. And says like, hey, you can start like taking money from these disgusting men and make make cash. But in the process, she had tweeted out a picture clearly showing where they worked. So she pretty much doxed this person, but takes no responsibility for this. Ends up getting this this woman's life uh, very altered because the thought police or whatever the fuck they're those those assholes are called those assholes are called yeah just ruins this person's life for probably a while her online presence gone but then also like this job that she had at this restaurant she says oh no you because mia Wants to have sex with a regular who comes in, but the regular ends up being into Maddie Uwu. She's like, oh, nope, don't don't ever come in. You got fired and our boss is mad, even no, though the she boss quit and the boss mad. Yeah. Yeah. Even though the boss is not mad. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Quit. Not fired. Yeah. So no, thank you. No, thank you. That's mean. Uh, What else? What else? Uh, Oh, d- Maddie is or Mia is. uh sucking ketchup off from a french fry and keeps doing it takes a new french fry dips it in ketchup sucks off the ketchup keeps the fry on the outside disposes of the fry it's disgusting and wasteful and i didn't enjoy seeing it once (laughs) i didn't even see i didn't even notice that oh man that's why you gotta have a second pair of eyes on these tv shows James, you keep bringing your uh, notebook in front of the camera, and it has made you, uh, yeah, you're blurry. (laughs) Hey, I'm a blurry boy. Uh, Also, Austin needs a new routine for his drag, and he's trying to, he's like, what what can I do? And Penny goes, well, what are you? Like, what defines you? And he goes, gay. And then Maddie, or (laughs) Penny's like, uh, and then he goes, gay boy and it's like okay and then they do a vision board and her vision board is like a bunch of stuff of what she wants and then when austin turns around his all it is is a small board with in like cut out font saying diamonds are forever and then an advertisement of a disembodied hot man in underwear no head just ripped abs 
nice chest and then bulging underwear. And I thought that was great and funny. My vision board. My vision board is uh, just a tombstone. <laughs> James! <laughs> I said to my mom, I was talking to her on Mother's Day, and we were talking about me turning 30, and I was I was going to be like, oh, I'm going to be forever 29, Mom. And she's like, oh, yeah, just like I've been 39 for some odd years. And I was like, no, Mom, I'm meaning like I'm going to join the like 29ers club. And then... She, I was like, oh, mom, I don't think you get what I'm meaning. I'm, I'm saying I'm going to kill myself. And she's like, nope, nope, stop talking like that. Shut up. And I was like, hee, mother. Shut up, James. I'm with your mom on this one. Oh, you would be. Mm-hmm. She's probably paying you just to be my friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell her her last check was late, by the no. way. No. <laughs> Uh, and then the next one is the infinite mercy of God. This is Mia dealing with, or it's during Ramadan and her having to like be around people uh, that she doesn't vibe with in the religion and Penny saying like, no nah, man, they're cool. Her hanging out with them and the dynamic of that. And then the last episode is I will not speak for the entire queer community. I think this is the best episode along with the fourth one. It is about a artist who is like in real time being canceled as Mia and Penny are going to a live drawing event at a theater that this artist is doing. And Austin is the artist relationship agent at this theater to help this artist like he's in charge of like everything on the writer and making sure this person is properly handled yeah the <laughs> i thought it was really funny that uh mia mia was like oh i speak for this whole community and then the moment they tried to get austin to talk about the whole gay community he was like i do not speak for the entire <laughs> gay community <laughs> there was some like all of the posters they kept or the street art that they kept seeing by ranks was very funny yeah it was yeah because they were like how is this a lot how is this guy allowed to do this and then at the end they're looking at it's uh the artist who got canceled covered in cat shit and litter and just like with big boobs and they're like oh this uh why, why does the line art though? Yes, they go the line art, and then they're like, "Yes, he has very good line art." Yeah, it was, it was a very that when you said Seinfeld, it was a very like that esque mm -hmm. episode. I feel just like of shenanigans with two different characters or two different like groups of characters trying to come together, and yeah it was just a lot the show overall i i enjoyed there were definitely some moments that were like a little grating but comedies of this genre generally are yeah so yeah i would i would recommend it, it definitely it. feels like people who are in this uh it, like it's not an outsider making fun of these things. It are it are, it is people within the communities making yeah. fun and poking fun of themselves. Yes. So it like it seems it it seems genuine opposed to hurtful. Exactly. And I think that's why I I mean not I think that that's why I was like, you know, okay with watching it and even though like some of the jokes were grating to me a lot of it was nice to see, especially like with the representation mm -hmm. on screen. I think they did really well with that. Chip. Chip. <laughs> Corwin, what you got to plug? I really have nothing else to say. All I have is uh, follow my theater company on uh, Twitter and everything. Sawbucks Theater. And yeah, follow me on Twitch at Corwinning and Instagram and Twitter and all that at Corwinning. Follow our podcast on Twitter and Instagram at This Movie's Gay. Those are my plugs. Go ahead, James. Also, if you just watch on Twitch, we got maybe 60 other episodes just in podcast form. Go back, listen to those. You'll be able to find new, mu new music, new movies to love and new to watch. Movies. So, um, 
What's up? Yeah. And the, oh, also like for the Twitch thing, my birthday, we mentioned it earlier, is in two weeks, two weeks from today. This is Tuesday, May 11th. Um, so my birthday is on the 25th. Uh, I will be doing a 12 hour stream on Twitch. Uh, so I'll be streaming before the podcast and after the podcast and during the podcast, obviously. <laughs> um, we'll be talking about Love Victor. So uh, give the show a watch. Watch all the episodes. Make fun of James for not wanting to watch all the episodes. And then uh, come hang out and talk with us. And yeah, that's that's what I got. Go ahead, James. Hey, guys. Bring it home. Just one thing. Go over to patreon.com forward slash pod where you'll get exclusive podcasts, engage with Nicolas Cage, talking about Billy Blade, the Toku Reading Corner, and the podcast that be. I see it in the chat. That is very helpful for me to just read off what is going on. I that's literally, just, I do that almost every time. The only time I don't, don't do it is when I forget. Hey, it was nice this time. Uh, <laughs> that's $5 a month, and you get the all those podcasts. If you sign up, you even get the last, I don't know, 54 weeks of all of this Patreon content. And it's like, whoa, $5, and I get to feedback and dive into that back catalog yeah baby that's all you so please check that out listen to my rap oh wait no you want to don't listen to my rap music under marshland monster i want you to hear these shout outs to our ten dollar patrons who get shout outs every single free feed podcast and they also get like uh exclusive streams and watch alongs on the patreon so let's give a big shout out to steve f Steve F, a.k.a. Hit People Guy. Eric Berry of Ranger Command Power Hour. Alex Z, a.k.a. The Waz. The Waz. Orion, he's a rapper named Defo and will be on Mostly Speaking Sentai this week. Nice, Defo. Kayla, a.k.a. Two Grapes. Two Grapes. Duo Grun Fox, that's... Two Fox for the price of Grun. Yeah! Tyler Wright, Elliot Tyler W... Wright. Elliot W, a.k.a. Garlic Sunshine. And Jordan B. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say the Chaos Witch. Chaos Witch. Heck yeah, brother. Uh, Heck yeah. I've been James. I've been Corwin. Thank you for being here. I highly recommend the show. Go watch it. Um, And then we'll see you guys in two weeks. Bye. Bye. This has been a Marshland Media production produced by James McCullum. For more content, please visit mlmpod.com. To support our network and have access to exclusive podcasts, head over to patreon.com forward slash mlmpod and sign up today. James, what the fuck are you doing? I'm trying to eat my top lip so I can be a who already. <laughs> Okay, well, that's that's a mood, I guess.